Welcome to One Word Check-In, the podcast for those who spend so much of their lives checked out. When we live our lives checked out, we run on autopilot and often miss the richness life has to offer. We can become disconnected from our relationships and ourselves. No matter how busy our lives are, it's important to periodically pause and check in with ourselves and others so we can stay connected to the present moment because that's where God is, right here, right now. The One Word Check-In is a common group builder activity that allows participants to summarize feelings in one word before beginning a discussion. This activity requires us to check in with ourselves and names our well-being for the day, week, or season of life. Hi, I'm Pastor Christy, and I invite you to check in. Think of one word that describes what you're feeling right now. You can pause if you need to reflect on just the right word. Sometimes it's difficult to limit to one word, so hyphenated words and phrases are allowed. Okay, it's time to check in. What's your word for today? I will now share a short reflection that's centered on one word that can be used in meditations and self-reflection throughout your week. Now the word is taken from scripture in which I will read before the reflection. I invite you to listen to the scripture for the word, phrase, or image that draws your attention. Get comfortable and open yourself to the word that God has for you today. Our scripture for this week is Luke 4, 1 through 13. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, Command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, 
do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The California Pacific Conference in United Methodist Church is visioning for a new church. During many conversations and listening sessions throughout the conference, it became evident that many ministries across the conference focus on two things, ending physical and spiritual hunger. Many churches work to end food insecurity within their local community, and the pandemic has left all of us spiritually hungry in some way. Spiritual hunger can be hungering for connection, community, peace, grace, anything that we are longing for within us. With our recent isolation and decimation to our normal way of life, we long for different things as the pandemic affected us in many different ways. Jesus experienced physical hunger in this passage, and the word famished is what drew my attention. He was not just hungry or hankering for food. His hunger was extreme as it grew over the 40 days in the wilderness. With the two-year pandemic, we can understand how our hunger grows into feeling famished. When we are famished, our survival is threatened, our resolve weakens, and it becomes an opportune time to give in to temptation in order to survive. Yet we didn't see that with Jesus. In this passage, he was only physically hungry. He was not spiritually hungry. Jesus' time in the wilderness comes right after his baptism in the Jordan. He was full of the Holy Spirit and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. Other Bible translations say that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. But in this reading of the NRSV, the preposition in seemed important. I'm a former English professor, so forgive me when I notice parts of speech. Along with the word famished, several prepositions drew my attention, which changes the overall interpretation of the passage. If Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness after his baptism, I questioned, why would the Spirit want him to be tempted by Satan? Jesus' time in the wilderness was a time of preparation for his ministry, and often that means preparing to endure upcoming trials. It doesn't quite make sense to me that an intentional duel with the devil would prepare him for his ministry. But if Jesus was led in the wilderness, that says to me that Jesus was going to encounter a time of testing no matter what, and the Spirit never left him. The Spirit led him in the time of testing so that he would make it through the 40 days. How was Jesus led by the Spirit in the wilderness? When Jesus responded to Satan's temptations, he quoted scripture from Deuteronomy as his strength to defeat the devil's mind games. Scripture gave him power 
to withstand temptation even when he was famished physically. That's why it is so important for us to explore scripture. It gives us power and strength to withstand temptation when we're famished. It is how we are also led by the Spirit. The words in scripture are living words that feed us and lead us. It keeps our focus on God instead of our longings and needs. Even the devil recognized the power in Scripture. When Jesus used Scripture as his rebuttals, the devil tries to also use Scripture. However, the devil misuses it by taking it out of context and manipulates the words for Satan's benefit. This tactic didn't work with Jesus, but I think we've all seen it work other times. The devil, the adversary of God, wants us to focus on ourselves, our desires and needs, instead of focusing on God or God's dream for us. Whether it is playing on our physical or spiritual needs, the devil will attempt every mind game and even use our own source of strength against us. Jesus did not give in to the temptations. And so the devil departed from him until an opportune time. The devil leaves him for the time being, but doesn't give up. The devil will return again when it is an opportune time in which there is a better chance of succeeding. Was this not an opportune time when Jesus is alone in the wilderness and famished? Apparently not. Jesus was able to withstand his physical hunger because he was spiritually full. He was full going into the wilderness, and that satiated him while there. Often, we're not full before a wilderness time, and we find ourselves famished in the beginning or in the middle of the wilderness which leaves us weakened to succumb to the temptation of relying on ourselves instead of the Spirit. Many of us were already depleted going into the pandemic, so it is no wonder we have felt famished throughout the last two years. After this passage, Jesus returns to Galilee to begin his ministry filled with the power of the Spirit. Jesus didn't leave the wilderness famished. He left filled with power. When we withstand temptation by being led by the Spirit, the Spirit grows stronger within us. When we keep our eyes and our focus on God by the strength of Scripture, the Spirit grows within us. We've all experienced feeling beat down and depleted, feeling empty and famished, especially after mental gymnastics with the devil. But as long as we rely on the Spirit to lead us, we will be filled. Being filled with the Spirit is the key to overcoming temptation.
Thank you for listening to One Word Check-In. Subscribe or follow this podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends if you found it meaningful. You can also follow Exploring Scripture on Facebook and Instagram. Grace and peace.